cutting edge revolutionary technology out there, uh, specifically narrow and wide web printers. A myth right now is that really high quality print is gonna be some kind of a litho. Yeah, I love this show, man. So we have a lot of new products. How kids have a career path, tremendous opportunities for them to grow through their career path. To me, it's a game changer. Welcome to Ink and Updates, your touch point for the flexographic industry. Stay informed about industry news and advertise your business or service to the community. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Ink and Updates. We are sitting down live at the Label Expo 2018 with Hugh from HMJ Tech. And uh, as you may know, part of our ACT Ink system is cloud-based ink formulation 6 from X-Rite and cloud-based color quality 6 from X-Rite. And the third piece of that software, the, the trifecta, if you would, would be a batching and management system. Now, those batching and management systems can be a number of different things. And HMJ Tech has a dispensing unit and software unit that could be a piece to that puzzle if, you know, if that's the way they go. So I'm going to let if Hugh... If he can convince us that If he is, can convince us... Dispensing program is right. the best on the planet. That's right. So part of you know having a full-service ink room is having an excellent batching and management software, dispensing software. And so, Hugh, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you, yourself and your company. Okay. Well, thanks for having me here, guys. Uh, yeah, as you say, we, uh, we are probably one of the newer players in the market. Uh, we got together in 2010 and started putting some ideas on the uh, whiteboard and and got together. Uh, there were a number of things that really set us apart uh, because we did do a clean slate design on our systems. We started with dispensing systems. Uh, as you know, we've recently uh, revamped and re-released our SmartScale M50 system. This is the, uh, the manual way station that assists you with your recipes and uh, your lot tracking, your inventory management, all of that stuff. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the reason we started the company, and I think this is why uh, we continue to uh, to really be gaining a lot of traction, is we started this company when we recognized that the industry was under-innovated when it came to dispensers. Uh, the common trends that we saw that bothered us uh, were the use of consumer-grade components, uh, you know, things you're relying on a dispenser. Like I say, primarily we, we started in dispensing. And we saw there were uh, a large number of failures related to using consumer-grade uh, computers. You know, something as simple as that, uh, running on that architecture. Right, so absolutely. So basically, you go to Best Buy, you pick up your Windows 10 PC, you download some software like you would any other, and then you, you're essentially up and running with... And then it asks um, you for an, system. And it asks you for an update. <laughs> sure. Exactly. Installs. Yeah. And certain, and you um, get a little circle thing. That yeah. You start, right? Yeah. Absolutely. We uh, we had our, our wholly owned software. We still do. It's one of those things that we're slowly starting to phase out because those issues are real. Mm -hmm. um, when Windows has problems or they create updates, and those updates can cause issues with the communication with your scales, with your printers, um, and of course, there's other software that's involved here because you're trying to incorporate X-Rite software as well into many of these systems, right? So you're, you're saying you're not using Windows 10 PCs. What are you using? So what we're doing is we're going with uh, an industrial PC. It's solid state, fanless, running uh, Windows embedded. Uh, so for Windows 10, that's been reintroduced. It's called uh, Windows 10 IoT Enterprise. Okay. Uh, it is the, the new embedded platform. The whole idea of this is that you're not getting bothered for what they call feature updates. Uh, you will only get security updates. 
Okay. Uh, so, so this is a real key thing. Uh, you're not getting that, uh, you know, Windows bloat, the annoying updates, uh, those uh, things that just happen to disrupt you at the exact wrong time with your right. computer. Like, yeah, two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> some guys like, you know, trying to get a job out, and all of a sudden we get an update. He's right. Like, well, I guess first shift will have. Right. To all of a sudden, right? I can't print yeah. labels. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. a bi- I mean, look, it, it's, it's really a, it's a big problem. It's a, it, it is a big thing. It's a very big thing. So let me ask you a question. So, uh, how did you get started in the industry? So, I mean, like, would you? I mean, I know you didn't wake up one morning and go, "Hey, we're just gonna make dispensers because I'm bored," right? Are you already in the industry? Did you, did you have? Yeah. You I, have just, I mean, how did yeah. you how did you find the need to say, "Hey, we can do this better"? And yeah, for sure. I, I was in the industry previously. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say the competitor. I left on good terms. Uh, sure. I got poached sure. away and I did other things in my career. Uh, I ended up in uh, consulting at, at one point just prior to us deciding to get together and do our own thing. Okay. And yes, getting together and deciding one day, yeah, let's just go build dispensers. Right. You know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big go. Uh, sure. it, it definitely was a big sell to my partners. There are three of us. That's where the HMJ comes from. Okay. Uh, and uh, we look and family back members on, and be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What are you crazy? Right. Right. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we look back at it and we chuckled about it three years in. We're like, wow, this was a crazy amount of work to get this thing up and going. Sure. And maybe that wasn't the best decision, you know, but. We we love it. We okay. love the work. We're here. Yeah, right. it's a good it's a good cha- it was a good challenge. We uh, we did what we said we were going to do. Uh, our business is booming. You know, we're our, we're picking up almost doubling our business every year since we started. So those are great numbers. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. what they are, but when you double anything, and yeah. you double any, yeah, good. yeah, it's, double it's, is, double it's is really, really good. going well. Okay, great. Yeah. So yeah, one so of the things that uh, sorry, I have to cut you off, but I was going to say one of the things that drew me to HMJ as far as because you're right, I I was not familiar with you. Um, you know, until really recently, you, you had reached out to me a couple years ago and with the HMJ50, but um, what drew me to it is the compact nature of it. From what I understand, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, um, but if I, for example, get the HMJ200, it, it arrives in a box and it's pretty much, you secure it to the ground and you're up and running. The software is all integrated into that PC that we just spoke about. It's, uh, there's touch point um, for uh, touch screen uh, usability. So it really comes in, there's not a huge installation process. And uh, I did recently learn the software, and I still got to get a, get a hold of you there to learn some different things, but it's very user-friendly as well. Yeah. So you guys spent a long time on the interface for the user, yeah. which is important. Yeah, Yeah. so you know, our initial offerings, uh, when, when we first started, the, uh, the interface looked more like you know what we were used to from the other industries we served. So it did feel very much you know, mach- side of machine type interface. Sure. Uh, so on the current version that you are now seeing, uh, the way I describe it is that that cost me a year and a half of my life, but uh, well worth it. I mean, we, we, we took a look at it, we stepped back, we said, yeah, we, we've got a lot of functionality in our software. It could still be a little difficult to navigate. Let's really put some thought into this. This, right. this needs to be intuitive, you know? If somebody already knows you know about ink and about printing mm-hmm. they shouldn't need additional training just to go no. and dispense some right. ink you yeah. know exactly here's right. my formula how do i put it into a bucket right. yeah right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and even for i mean you look at the workforce even in this industry right you have like you have two segments you got the really young ones and then you got the guys that you know i'll say seasoned who have been around for a while who 
we had to teach them something on, on a computer. That's oh. not, that is not going to go well. Oh yes, uh, definitely. I know. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Right. Those guys that really know the presses, those seasoned right. guys yeah. that are still right. there, and and, and they don't want to deal with it. So then they no, just they shut down, don't. right? Yeah. And then this is out in the yard because. They don't yeah, want to deal with it. Yeah. yeah, so it has to be something that's intuitive, it's easy to use, and doesn't feel you know, overwhelming to somebody right. walking up to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and back to our 200. Uh, the 200 does arrive fully assembled. As you said, it's a very compact unit. Right, right. and it's dispensing out of five gallon buckets, right? Yeah. Um, so basically, it's nine to 10 components, or how does it go up to 12 components? How does that work? It goes up to 14. 14. Uh, it, the typical configuration is 12 fails mm -hmm. uh, and then additional two drums on the back. That is kind of the, uh, the where you can go with that machine. So, where's your target market with a machine like that? I mean, when we go into converters and, and you know, label expos, even smaller printers generally want to dispense out of drums so they're not constantly replacing those buckets or is it just so easy to replace those buckets that it's not an issue? Yeah, it's it's really easy just to replace those buckets. Everything's at a convenient height. Okay. Uh, we've given lots of space on the shelving there right. so that you've got the ability to stick another pail beside the one running out. Sure. Yeah. And so anybody can do it. I guess, um, is does it come with the option where let's say I have nine that are colorants but I want to dispense my main carrier or my main vehicle out of a tote. Yeah, absolutely. Completely doable? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so another configuration. So, yep. okay. Yep. So, basically, it comes in with a footprint, but we can modify it for what it, whatever, yeah, for, whatever's going on. For what on. works best with your system. You got it. Okay. So, if you could just go over, like, your baseline product all the way up to your high end. Uh, I assume you do all the way up to ink manufacturing if we were to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so our 200, that is what we call, in, it was designed for the narrow web tag and label, label market. Okay. Uh, it's, the, the big advantage is it's really easy to set up. Right. Uh, for example, there is there is one being carried here at the show with another sure, yeah. company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but, they're, they're, not, they're not paying, <laughs> paying for this podcast, so we won't talk about it. We won't talk about <laughs> who that is, but... Yeah, it arrived here on the pallet. Uh, I popped the sides off, plugged it in, and that was how we commissioned it. And that's how the field commissioning goes as well. That's a really right. great looking unit. I mean, literally. No, the footprint is small and tight. Yeah. I mean, that really, you can move it into um, any ink room can, can call that. You put it in the corner and you're ready to rock and roll. And really, any size printer. I mean, this this is an ideal unit for any size printer, right? right. I mean, it's, it's a real compact area. Some of the bigger units where they have drums, it's like... The footprint so huge. You're mm -hmm. like, I don't even have room for that. What are you talking about? I don't need. You know, I need something that's going to give me some ink. This sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very. What is this footprint? Pattern. I mean, it just looks like the size of a skid. I mean, it's it, only three. We ship it on a four by six skid. Man, there you go. Yeah. And you're up and running. <laughs> up and running. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any uh, features with the software itself that you'd like to point out? Uh, reporting features, uh, basically tracking your inventory features. I saw that some other uh, dispensing companies are starting to get into. Um, downloadable apps to handle your inventory? Are you guys working on any of that? Uh, we do do some stuff that can assist you with that stuff. Uh, I mean, we call it our supervisor terminal. Uh, so if you have a workstation that resides on the same network, uh, the dispenser is also serving uh, by a web server. Okay. Uh, so some of the pages that allow you to uh, run all the reports, you can set up jobs, you can edit your recipes, uh, you know, scheduling, Okay. All of that stuff can all be done from a workstation that's on the same network. Right. And, and, of course, you can extend networks. I mean, there are lots of... Sure. So we're talking about shared data, right? So we have yeah. a user who's dispensing and using the product. And I'm sure there's inventory features on the software. Yeah. But you're saying if you have a central database, 
um, you can be sitting in an office or I guess wherever the network would be, mm -hmm. and uh, you can pull those reports and kind of keep an eye on things. Absolutely. Right, so it's basically yeah. a management portal or something along those lines. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that, does that, that come, is there. Does that come standard with the uh, the two hundred, or is that another software package that come, like that you have to purchase? Uh, it is a very it's a very reasonable upcharge, and all that is for is to do the quick installation on the workstation, right. uh, just so that we can we can help you get it up and running, and then of course support that product. Right. So, so the need for this, maybe make sure I'm right here. Customer has five locations. We have five units. Uh, easily procurement mm -hmm. from one location yep. can see what all five machines did and, and track their money and track. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, as long as you have them on a VPN or a WAN, good to go. You can see it. Yeah. Right. right. So the idea would be, I would imagine, actually, um, with our cloud solutions here. So we have the online version of the X Writing Formulation Six and Color Quality Six. We've already tested the connection with that software, and it works great. Um, I guess you could put the management database that shares with the HMJ. If you had five locations, you could put that in the cloud server as well, right? And share it with all the other locations. Yeah, there are lots of options. Right. So yeah, any, as mean, long as it's networkable, there's no reason that you wouldn't be able to do that. That's yeah. interesting. And right. That's the key. Yep. Right. Because then yep. you could have, let's, yeah, like you were because saying, you have, five locations, and then one's the mothership, let's say. Right. And they're keeping track of all the other four locations' inventory. You got one purchasing manager making sure everyone's rocking and rolling. Right. It's an interesting setup. I mean, and you talk about, you know, from an inventory standpoint, five locations, for our example, one guy sitting in Chicago, and you know, how, how many times do our customers get a call saying, hey, I need you to rush me out two pails of this because we forgot to order it, right? If you have everything inventoried and everything's being tracked and you set your reorder points, however we're going to mm -hmm. do that, it's done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Absolutely. And then with, of course, the online ACTing system and the Ink Formulation 6, you can easily get those formulations from other locations, get those formulations from Interactive Inks if you needed to, drop it into those database, very quick, real-time color solutions. All right. Well, is there anything specific that you wanted to bring up, and uh, you know, to our listening audience about your uh, software? Anything that we missed? Uh, no, I think that just about covers it for the software. I mean, as as you've seen, uh, it is designed to be a touch interface. It's right. very intuitive. We've had a lot of people say, "Oh, this looks like my smartphone." Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's quite. I mean, that's a great compliment, right? It, it actually is because. No. Uh, your smartphone doesn't come with an operator's manual. No, it does not. <laughs> I always wanted, when I first came out with these, I was wondering what this one button down here at the bottom was. I'm like, what is that? You just gave me one button? Right. And I like yeah. my Blackberry with the you know, Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, Stuck absolutely. It. Yeah. Well, User people don't. Important. It is. Yeah. People wouldn't accept an operator's manual for that. And yeah, we'd like to get there. It's a little more complicated than that, but it's close. I mean, we're sure. getting very close with how intuitive we've made it. Right. Yeah. And the idea is what we do here uh, we set up our ink rooms before they ever go to our customers. So yours comes in on a pallet. We get we would set it up there. Everything would be done. The, the X-ray software would be hooked up. Databases would be set up. All the uh, raw materials would be put into the system. Basically, it's like we, we like to say that um, you're making ink on day one. And uh, although we have yet to make a dispensing unit with HMJ, uh, you're certainly on our to-do list here. Maybe the next time around. But uh, so, is there a, a speed? I'm just kind of like looking through. So you have the small batch, medium batch. Uh, I'm looking through this great-looking brochure that uh, you have here, and I think we get up to the A350. Production yes. plus drum filling line, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a speed? I mean, is there a, 
uh, a different in speed from how one fills a one gallon container, fifty five gallon drum. And yeah, for sure. So the uh, the two hundred and the two fifty series, uh, they are a two stage valve. They have uh, what we call a medium flow, a low flow, and a pulse. Okay. Um, the reason we call it that is because when you go to the 300, there is a high flow, medium flow, low flow. Uh, so the 200 and the 250, they are great for making jugs. It's a single point dispense. Jugs are so convenient, people want to make their ink and jugs. Yeah. Uh, which you can do with these systems right out of the box. It's not a special add-on. Okay. And we can make a one-gallon jug in about 90 seconds. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. How many components in 90 seconds? We can do four components. We do everything to 1% or better. Okay. Yes. And do the heads move to the gallon container or do the gallon move to the heads? The, the valves move over the container. Okay. So yes. they... And that, it, it locates. And you know, and that, and that ties into, uh, that was one of my criteria things, because I, I know people want it to dispense jugs, mm -hmm. but I also wanted a valve cleaner that worked. Sure, yeah. And that's kind of how we decide. <laughs> those have made some messes in, in uh, yeah. I, I tell you, you get a film former and you don't clean that. Yeah. Oh, and the next dispense just goes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so if we're, we're going to move, let's, uh, let's move the head. Uh, then the cleaner stays static. Uh, you know, we do have a patent on our valve cleaner. It works. I mean, it works. Right. You know, and that's, that's why we have a patent on it. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty nifty little unit. Oh, very yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's a fantastic thing. You should really check it out on our website. I will. Well, we I do have, have videos. Yeah, so, yeah that's definitely something that separates you out because everyone does have a, a, a way to clean their heads. Um, but. Sort of. So you have a pen. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, throwing <laughs> bows. So why don't you tell for our customers here uh, ease of maintenance, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So there's going to be somebody listening to this going, I bought a dispenser, those things are terrible, blah, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. Because he bought, you know, the 20-year-old version is probably mm -hmm. still sitting on the floor. Five stations are only working because he doesn't want to fix the other ones, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. So talk about how you guys went through that process about, hey, we need to make this friendly mm -hmm. to uh, clean and maintain and, you know, yep. you know, what's your recommendations on those kinds of things? Yeah, well, number one, uh, it's evaluate you know what are the failures let's evaluate those and let's try and design around them okay. you know and that's why the computer we use is a solid-state fanless computer okay. uh, so we don't have failing power supplies and overheating and you know hard drives going down you know that's that's another big advantage right. so we got rid of those failures uh, the next big failure we saw with the actual hardware was the valves because if you're going with a water-based ink that water-based ink is going to set up where it sits. Yes. So uh, we saw a number of failures in the industry were caused by the ink setting up on the bottom of the valve. And then on the next operation, that hardened ink is either getting drawn in and causing damages, damage to the seats, which sure. be very soft, uh, or it's just causing a very poor dispense quality. Spray, like spray yeah, like across not, the room? Yeah, yes, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, you know, those are the things we identify and say, okay, how do we, how do we not have that? And, and the valve cleaner was the key. Uh, it has to be fully automated because I know uh, what I've seen is if this is an operator's job. It's not going to get done. It's not getting mm -hmm. done. It's like, okay. oh, I'm just, I'm running out of time. I've got to get this sink made. The guy in the next shift can do it. So it automatically. Automatic. You get done, you dispense a jug. And it cleans it up. And it cleans it. Yeah. So done. if there's, let me ask you this. 
if there's five jugs all the same color, does it wait till after the fifth? Does it know that? Is it like, hey, I don't have to clean after this one, or after every dispense it cleans? Yeah, after every dispense it cleans, but it's not a long process, so it's not holding you back. Yeah. Right? Cool. Time it takes right. you to pull off that container and get the new one on, it's done, it's clean. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Can we roll this down to automated mixers? You guys handle those? Yeah, so uh, so mixers on the dispenser. Mixer. Well, yeah, you dispense. Let's say I assume you're not I mean, not a one gallon jug at that point, but if you move up to a, a bucket, sometimes two and a half to five gallons, can we uh, easily translate that? Do you, do you guys handle any of the automated mixers or anything like that? Yeah. So what we have is we call it our shadow pail mixer. Okay. Uh, this was uh, we again we took a new look at things. I was going to say, it's yeah, a different but, design than I've yeah, seen. Let, Usually, let it's the record like show a, that I'm holding up a fantastic yeah, brochure. Yeah, yeah. Shadow. Yeah, um, and by the time we get this podcast up, you will be able to just go over to uh, um, the Ink It Updates page, and we'll link to all of this literature and uh, HMJ's yeah, website, great. of course. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, so we, it's a new, again, it's a fresh take on how are we going to mix up this bale of ink, uh, because we've all seen, you know, the air-powered drill with the... Sure. <laughs> Everyone's got the, the paint mixer it. or something yeah. like they did in their garage. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's yeah. spitting water out the sides. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, it got the job done. Or in the wintertime, it's got ice just, like, <laughs> caked around there. Yeah. yeah. No, and so we decided we wanted to look at something that uh, also addresses the guarding. Uh, okay. So it, it's a very convenient operation. You set the bail on it. Yeah. Uh, you bring the, the head down. It's a one-hand operation. Uh, you hit the start button, away you go. If you lift the head, it shuts off. And sure. then okay. and then if you take a look at it, uh, where it parks, uh, it parks over a drip cup. Okay, so a lot so of safety features. A lot of safety it. features, a lot of convenience features. Yeah. yeah keeps things so this nice is the drip cup here, then? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Well, you guys did some thinking there. We did a lot of thinking on that. That, that one went on and off the drawing board okay. about uh, four times before I said, okay, now we've got something. And so is this a variable speed type unit? Can you hit, yep. hey, you know, I know I'm going to have like a, a harder or mm -hmm. more viscous product. I'm going to turn it up. It is, is an, that done an manually motor. or do you set it? It, it, it's, it's done manually. There's a speed controller on it. Okay. Uh, yep. So right. you can, uh, yeah, this that's a timer option you're looking at oh. right there. All right. Uh, we do have lots of options for this thing, but uh, the core functionality, there's a speed controller. So, this is a really great unit. I mean, for those of you guys that are listening and you go to this webpage to see how this pulls down over the bucket for safety purposes. Yes. You guys really did a really great yeah. job figuring that out. Yeah, and we do have a video online as well. That's yeah. great. So do you guys pretty much stick to Flexo or do you get into pastes or anything like that? We do have some things on the drawing board. Okay. Uh, but yes, right now we are very focused on the liquid. We want, we want to make sure we have that nailed. And, uh, sure. Well, it seems like you guys got a pretty good setup going on. So, listen, I, unless you have any other questions. No, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm pretty impressed with what I see. I, I've seen the unit that you sent, Craig. I'm, you know, I, I've been around for longer than a minute. And uh, the fact that you can order the 200, which I think would, would fit marvelously and probably... 80 to 85% of our customers. Oh, well, first of all, I'm just to give you a picture. I could park my car in the garage and put this thing next to it. Right, right. Not an issue, you know? Right, it's a very small footprint. All the technology is really into the program, right? You guys did a lot of work on that. Touch point, screen, like your cell phone, right? Yep. Uh, and, uh, and being able to uh, mix, mix something up, pick out a formulation, 
put it in a one gallon container, have it automatically clean for you, easy to maintain. Yeah, it's gonna no. be hard for somebody else to come in here. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna be hard, <laughs> hard to beat the setup. So, Hugh, we greatly appreciate you joining uh, the Inkin Updates podcast. Hey, before we go though, this, this is a great room, right? I mean, so we we're talking about 29 years ago this place started as Label Expo yeah. and all the technology that has just come through through the industry and now we're like 200,000 square feet of uh, label making and flexo and strobe lights and yeah there's everything yeah there's and, everything here and, right and you're right every year it's bigger and bigger, bigger, and bigger. it is great it's great all right. all right well thank you for joining us Okay, thank you guys. Uh, we'll be in touch soon. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Ink and Updates, the podcast for all you flexo junkies out there. If you have any questions, comments, or topics that you want to hear us discuss, feel free to drop us a line at our text and voice message line. That's 833-ASK-INKS, 833-275-4657. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.interactiveinks.com, to catch up on all the latest podcasts and also to see what interactive inks and coatings can do for you. Thank you for listening and make it a great day.